peach. I could eat a peach for hours. Peach. I could eat a peach for hours. Yum, yum. It's time for a tasty and refreshing snack. Diamond Crane's Amazing Movie Time. All right, welcome to another installment of David Crane's Amazing Movie Time, where we discuss um, movies and television shows um, throughout pop culture. Uh, This episode, we are talking about the 1997 thriller Face Off. Um, so a little bit about this movie, uh, terrorist Castor Troy, um, is obsessed, um, with being brought is bringing it. Oh my gosh. I can't even read obsessed. I'll, I'll read this. I was trying to summarize it. I failed. I'll just read what they say. It's more than I wanted to read, but, uh, obsessed with bringing terrorist Castor Troy, Nicholas Cage to justice, uh, FBI agent, Sean Archer, John Travolta tracks down Troy, who is, um, Boarded a plane to Los Angeles after the plane crashes. Uh, Troy is severely injured, possibly dead. Archer undergoes surgery to his face to replace his face. Basically, they swap faces, and this description completely misses the pivotal point of this entire film. And it's that um, Caster Troy killed Archer's kid, which is kind of what sets this whole thing up. But, yeah. It's a movie based on a plot of, like, surgically swapping faces with someone. And then they actually get caught up in their the lives of that person. Mm-hmm. It's impressive science and medical feats. It's amazing. Yeah, it's a this film has all your favorite Nick Cage memes. Like if you've seen one online, it's probably from this movie. I could eat a peach for hours. <laughs> That's the main reason I picked this movie, just because there's just so many, just, at one point in our, in our lifetime, Nick Cage and John Travolta were huge movie stars. Yes. Like, big action stars. Now they're, like, jokes, but. They weren't just bankrupt. (laughs) (laughs) They actually had money. Although I feel like this was at the tail end of like Travolta, like Travolta was like waning in relevancy. I feel kind like by '97, yeah. like this is a pretty big role for him. And I also think like this film like perfectly captures like that '90s style of like action movie that is set up 100 percent for like multi-million dollar action sequences that are just ridiculous and stupid. Like, nobody makes movies like this anymore. Not even Michael Bay does this kind of crap. No. No, it's like, if there's anything that they're in that has a gas tank or anything, it's like, well, that's getting blown up. Right. Like, it's gonna happen. <laughs> we need to get out of a firefight? Hey, here's a here's a jar of acid. Throw it in the air and pop it off. That happens. <laughs> Uh, and the- but the storyline is is pretty interesting. I mean, it is a unique storyline. Uh, I I have never seen this movie, and as soon as like I got into it, as soon as they swapped the faces, and uh, the guy that was in a coma wakes up, and I was like, 
oh my gosh, like this is going to get weird. And, and it definitely got <laughs> pretty strange. It got weird. But I actually really, I really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was something, uh, uh, the action was really cool. It was very 90s. Uh, the storyline was so weird. And um, the acting wasn't half bad. But that's not why you watch movies like that anyways. Or awesome <laughs> right. acting. It's It has some like big problems. Sequences. Like After you cut the guy's face off who's in a coma, which leads to this whole problem, why don't you just kill him? Like, are you really going to surgically stitch the coma guy's face back on? Like, was there a reason the for point? him to still be alive after Travolta took his face? With no like, face? The answer is no. I said that out loud. Yes. Did I watch it yesterday or a couple days ago? I, I said that out loud. I was like, well, why didn't they just kill the guy? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> right. I think the best, there's some the best whole, line there's of the movie, some too, to this. when Travol- or, uh, Nicolas Cage's character like wakes up and then he pulls in that doctor, and the doctor's like... What do you want? Like, what the fuck do you think he wants? He doesn't have a face. Why would you ask that? He wants oh. a fucking face. I love that. I love that scene though, where he's like, they don't show much of him without a face on, but he's constantly smoking, just like right? smoking right with open veins and everything right in his face. It's great. I know. I I told that to Jill too because she watched with me. I was like, how's he even doing that? Like, there's no cheeks to like funnel air in. <laughs> This doesn't make any sense. Uh, the best part is like, I never watch these movies with my wife and like, I was like, Hey, you want to watch a movie with me? I had to get it done for the podcast. She's like, sure. Which one? I'm like face off. She's like with Nicolas Cage and John Travolta. I'm like, uh huh. And then immediately before I even started the movie, she goes, I could suck on a peach for hours. I was like, <laughs> what? Like, why do you remember this? Uh, so apparently she was like obsessed with this movie which made it like so much more enjoyable to watch really wow uh, uh yeah i loved it the the amount of action in here was it's it was on that borderline of where it's like it was thrilling and edge of your seat and then it went over the top where you're just like laughing at it for how ridiculous it is <laughs> yes i also liked like the whole setup during the surgery scene where they do the voice augmentation and he's like don't fall or take any direct hits to the throat preceded by like a hundred hits to the throat and nobody's voice changes. Yes. They both strangle each other multiple times throughout the movie and it's perfectly fine until the very end. I think the person that gets the trophy for the worst acting is John Travolta's daughter. Oh yeah. In that, in that film, like the pointless role that she has, and then all the way at the end where she stabs him in the leg, I was like, "Oh, yeah, this is brutal to watch. Get out of here!" I can't even remember. I wish I w- would have written it down, but it was like she had a one-liner at the very end, and I can't remember what it is. But it was it was awful. It was just poorly done. Well, at least she she could have been cut, and it would have been okay. I mean, she got her gothism cured at least. Right. At the end. Although I would she argue did. that at the end of that whole thing with her dad not dead licking her face, she'd probably be more goth yeah. and effed up than she was prior to that yeah, whole situation. Let, okay, let's talk about that. Like, So, Nicolas Cage switches faces. He is John Travolta. Has sex with his wife. Uh-huh. As John Travolta. Yeah, she doesn't notice a thing. She doesn't notice a difference. She kind of thinks it's weird that he's being romantic, but that's about it. 
Yeah. Um, after that, like at the end of the movie, it shows the real Tron Travolta coming back into the door, and it's like, oh, they love each other. It, like, forgetting right. any of that trauma, like that relationship doesn't work out in the end. <laughs> you know, like. And you- then, surprise! Remember <laughs> that guy that killed our son? Let's adopt his kid. <laughs> <Yeah>! <laughs> I'm like, that's like, Let's at some this. point, you're going to have to tell this child that you are now fostering that his dad murdered your kid and you just like adopted him as your pseudo son to replace said dead kid. Like, and I'm sorry. And like, there's no conversation. John Travolta's character is just like, is that okay, hon? She's like, yes. I'm like, you didn't, you didn't bring home a puppy. It's a psycho killer's child. Like you have a discussion. The government needs to get involved there a little bit, I would think, but. There's some holes in the plot. Yeah. I, I think it, it's it's clear that there's some holes. There. I don't think you really come for the but plot, though. No. No, not at all. No, it's just like the hour and a half chase sequence that they're trying to kill each other. And I love that like Nicolas yes. Cage's character, too, can grab any woman's ass, and no one screams or gets upset. He like grabbed a choir girl, like 14-year-old girl's butt, in front of like everybody at this convention center. <laughs> And like as a priest, and nobody said anything. <laughs> Even in the office, when when yeah. uh, like another FBI agent, just like full on, and nobody like, said anything. <sighs> I'm like, what the fuck is this? Where's HR? He's thinking about that peach he could eat. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I, oh my god! So speaking of how terrible that line is, you had to love when they were doing the voice like calibration. That's the only audio clip of his voice they have. <laughs> I could eat a peach. <laughs> I, I didn't even remember that. That's hilarious. It's like really? Oh, that's hilarious. So good. At, at some point, they had to have known like how cheesy they're making this movie. I would think. I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, I love how everyone is like. <laughs> so both of them are like crack shots, but you give these guys in this movie like a semi-automatic or like an automatic weapon, stand 10 feet away from them and they'll hit everything but the guy they're aiming for. <laughs> but when it comes down to it, it's like a single shot through the skull. I can't think time. of a movie that has that had more bullet shot than this movie. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. a good point. Plus it had barefoot water skiing. <laughs> I mean, this thing had everything. Although that it had a that was impressive yes. for like a stuntman to do be like dragged by a boat sure. uh, with the chain. That was pretty impressive. Yeah, and then moving to uh, like water skiing without skis. That's yeah. amazing. It's good stuff. Yeah, you had a boat chase. You had a plane chase. You had a harpoon gun kill. That never happens. Let's head to James Bond. It's just got it all. Stinking awesome. And then I'm pretty sure those boots in that prison were just like leftover extras from the Mario Brothers movies. <laughs> like we got like 300 yes. of these. Maybe we should use them in another film. Uh, I was thinking the same thing. Right. I was like, those look familiar. That's funny. Uh, yeah, that was weird. That whole prison stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah, on an oil rig. There's just like, and they. I mean, he fell into the ocean with but, a helicopter. Like he wasn't getting out of that. Yeah, yeah, he gets in the ocean, and then they're like, oh, he escaped. Right. What? <laughs> we, can't, we can't touch him now. <laughs> but he's swimming towards shore. He's gone too far. <laughs> yeah. We're miles away, and we only have a helicopter. <laughs> this movie is, like, entertaining throughout 
but it is all just a pointless explosion fest. Like, oh yeah. And and the thing is too is like the runtime it being like over two hours is like absurd. Like it could have been <laughs> at least forty minutes shorter. <laughs> Oh yeah, easily. That's some of the best part because I was just like, okay, yeah, just keep going. I love this. Just keep putting it in there. Like it was just, it kept going on and on that they were just fighting. Like you think about that church scene, like that should have been the ending of the movie, but no, they went on for (laughs) like thirty minutes. Yeah, and then the boat scene was like fifteen minutes, way too far. Yeah. And I love how, like, that boat, his speedboat flies through the police boat, just, like, perfectly unscathed. <laughs> and there's another example of, like, how, how shooting doesn't make any sense. If he was shooting back at the boat, couldn't hit him, like, 20 feet away, but he pulls out the gun, gets five cops, they're all dead, like, off the back of this boat. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, he's skills. a crack guy, like, <laughs> got them all. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> It, it's a movie that defies logic. It, it very much sums up like the late nineties action films. I think. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What do you guys think on this one? Blobs one out of five. Four. Definitely a four for me. It was entertaining. Lots of action. I wasn't interested. Like the story was cool, but that's not what, was captivating me anyways so definitely a four i can't quite give it a five no i uh i'd say four and a half really i didn't i mean i liked it and it was fine i'd give it like a three and a half like I, i mean it was it's better than average but i don't know i i don't think i could sit through it again Oh man, I was laughing at so much that they were doing so seriously. It was just ridiculous. Yeah, there's a lot of memorable crazy scenes. Nick Cage on acid. That was pretty funny. Is that what that was? Whatever drug he took, yeah. Yeah, okay, I was trying to figure that out. Also, that bald guy was that other guy's sister, right? Why did he like French kiss her right before he died? Like that's gross. Get him out of here! And he's like, <laughs> like, dude, that's your sister. <laughs> I think they probably. Forgot. I'm going back. I'm giving it a four. I'm giving it a four now. <laughs> it's so stupid. Can you make sure that you uh, make sure you save that sound effect <laughs> for future use? <laughs> All right. So that was Face Off. As always, you can find all things Weekend Rental at WeekendPodcast.com. Be kind. Rewind.